Thanks very much, Mary. Good morning, everyone, and happy Easter. Uh, for our guest, my name's Anton. I'm senior minister here. Hello, if you're watching online as well, it's wonderful that you have joined us. Uh, well, remarkably, my family were able to have uh, a few days away last week. We've had multiple holidays cancelled due to COVID, and so we're very thankful uh, to get away. Uh, we had a lovely time with, uh, with our family, and we stayed with some friends as well. And while I was on holiday, I tried to stay off my phone as much as possible, you know, try and disconnect for a little while. And one of the things I actually appreciated most about uh, staying off my phone was the lack of news I consumed. You know, I wasn't checking the news headlines every so often. And I appreciate it because, quite frankly, there has been a lot of bad news recently, hasn't there? Uh, you know, these days I mostly get my news online on my phone. Uh, but I do remember the times where, you know, I'd wait for the six o'clock news bulletin on the TV and we'd um, see what had happened in the world. Actually, can we have a quick poll? Uh, raise your hand. Who gets most of their news from the internet, from websites and things? Okay, a bunch. Uh, anyone still kind of hang on for the TV news? Ooh, quite a few. Uh, any that... Purely get it through social media. Don't look at a news site, but just see from social media. Anyone? Couple. Good, good. Uh, and who waits for the newspaper each morning? Anyone still reads the news? That's pretty newsworthy. There's about three of you. Well done. Uh, well, how we, the way we get the news, the way we get the news has changed over time from print to screen uh, to online. But when you think about it, the news has stayed the same. There's always bad news, no matter how you hear it. And we've had our bad share of bad news, haven't we? With the war in Ukraine, uh, all the rain and the flooding, COVID infections, there's been so much bad news this year, as every year. I think it's time for some good news, don't you? And I'm so glad that you've joined us for church this Easter, because Easter Day celebrates good news. And I'd say it's the best news of all. But to hear this news, we need to go back to the Bible times. We're going to go back almost 2,000 years exactly. And uh, if you were in Jerusalem at the time, you would have seen Jesus carry his cross through the streets to be nailed to it and die. And as we heard in our first Bible reading, a man named Joseph uh, buried him. And then some of the women who were his followers uh, went with Joseph, saw the tomb, saw uh, them lay Jesus' body in the tomb, roll a stone uh, across the front. No good news there. That was Friday. They rested on Saturday, the Jewish Sabbath. Uh, and so let's pick up the story on Sunday. Uh, let me put it up on the screen as well. Uh, so on the first day of the week, Sunday... Very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found a stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. So these women who had seen Jesus been laid in the tomb had now seen that the tomb's empty. You know, had someone come and stolen the body? What had happened? Well, it goes on. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? 
And here's the good news. He is not here. He is, he has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. So the good news is Jesus is risen. Jesus, who died for all the world to see, has come alive again. And this was just according to what he said. It's all according to God's plan. It's the most remarkable news ever. That Jesus is not, is no ordinary person. He is a person who has risen from the dead. And so the women wanted to share this news, tell this news to other people. They go to Jesus' apostles. They were in mourning after seeing the crucifixion a couple of days earlier. But then they're told this news. They hear this news from these women. And the first ever telling of this good news is met with unbelief. The first people to hear this news don't believe it. Because it says, they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Now that's right, people just don't rise from the dead, do they? But these were the apostles of Jesus. They were there when Jesus said that he would rise again. If anyone was going to believe this news, it was going to be them. But they don't even believe the news. They think it's ridiculous. The risen Jesus himself had to deliver the news to these apostles for them to believe it. And so later on uh, that day, Jesus says, while they were still talking about this, Jesus stood among them. He was right there and said to them, peace be with you. He showed him his hands and his feet. He ate some fish in front of them. And then he told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning in Jerusalem. That's the good news of Easter. Jesus is risen from the dead. And there's two things I'd like to point out about this news. Uh, firstly, it is real news. And secondly, it's really good news. It's been a great hearing already of why Jesus is good news from our two Bible readers. And uh, we'll see now why the resurrection is uh, such great news. Firstly, we'll see it's real news, though. It's real news. Uh, because there's a, you know, there's a lot of fake news going around, uh, a lot of talk of, of fake news, uh, all kind of, you know, that term kind of started around, uh, revolving around Donald Trump. Uh, I found that uh, on the news, it was actually reported that the Pope had endorsed Donald Trump for president uh, back, uh, you know, a couple of elections ago. Uh, funnily enough, that turned out to be fake news. That wasn't correct. Uh, and in more serious matters, you'll be pleased to know that the 50-year uh, low of bacon reserves uh, was actually fake news. There's no bacon problems. Although I did appreciate the comment that was uh, put at the bottom of this news article. If you can't read it, it says... Uh, some guy, bacon ranks third with having air to breathe and water to drink as far as necessities go. I bet uh, John Smith, MD, is relieved that that is fake news. But is the resurrection of Jesus fake news? 
Jesus rising from the dead is at the heart of the Christian faith. So you'd want to know, if you're interested in Jesus, if it's real news or not. Well, there's a bunch of evidence that points to Jesus rising from the dead as being real news. Uh, but for this morning, let me give you just two things. Uh, firstly, we look at the Bible account that we've just read. Uh, if the apostles made up that as a story, then they wouldn't have written it like that. You know, the disciples, they come off looking terrible in this account. You know, they, they don't believe the women when they were told about the resurrection. Uh, even uh, Peter had no idea what happened when uh, he ran to the tomb. He had, had no clue. And actually, even when Jesus was standing right in front of them, they thought he was a ghost at first. They come up, they come across as a bunch of slow to believe, slow to comprehend people. Not the type of people that would, uh, that would lead the charge of a whole new religion. They're portrayed in such a bad light that you'd forgive anyone for not believing their news later on. If they were making this up, they wouldn't have written it like this. Unless that's how it happened. What's in the account in the Bible points to it being real news. And another piece of evidence that points to the resurrection being real news is the effect it had on the apostles. You know, we've seen how unfit they were to start a world-changing movement. But they went from being a bunch of, you know, sceptical, scaredy-cats to being bold preachers and people who are willing to die for this message. You know, what happened in there that would so dramatically transform them? Well, I think the best explanation is that Jesus actually rose from the dead. Because, you know, many martyrs over the years have died for what they think is true. But no one would die as a martyr for something they knew wasn't true. The spread of Christianity around the ancient world and now across the whole world is best explained by Jesus rising from the dead. Convincing the apostles that he is who he says he is, God in human flesh, creator and ruler over all things, saviour of the world. And then them speaking the news of Jesus, the apostles speaking the news of Jesus, persuading others and even being executed for declaring this news. Jesus rising from the dead is the most likely explanation for all this. Jesus rising from the dead is real news. But also, Jesus rising from the dead is really good news. It's not just a remarkable thing. It's a good thing, a really good thing. Which is great to have a change from all the bad news being reported on the web or on TV, but the news of Jesus is really good news. And again, there's lots of reasons why it's really good news. It, I mean, we've heard some of them already. It demonstrates that Jesus is who he says he is. He is the Son of God. It confirms all that Jesus taught. You know, if Jesus is God because he rose from the dead, then his teaching completely aligns with how God has made us and the world. Uh, it guarantees us new life that we will be raised uh, again when Jesus returns. Death is not the end for any of us. 
But the reason I'm going to focus on uh, this morning is found in this verse written by the Apostle Paul. It says, He, Jesus, was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. In this verse, and we'll dig into it a bit more, we have the link between Good Friday and Easter Day. So here's Good Friday. He was delivered over to death for our sins. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Sounds all religiously, but you know, our sins are all that we do that's against God or against our neighbor. You know, whether it's that, that slightly mean attitude you have towards your co- uh, colleague or it's that harsh, critical spirit you have towards someone. Or towards God, it might be that you plain reject God. It might be they just ignore God and don't give thanks to him for all he's given you. For all those things, justice is needed. Wrongs need to be dealt with. All that we have done wrong towards others or God needs to be held to account. But... Jesus was delivered over to death for these things of ours. His death was undeserved by him, but it means all the punishment that we deserve is on him at the cross. Jesus died to deal with our sins, as we heard on Good Friday. But then it says, he was raised to life for our justification. Justification being a declaration of not guilty, actually of being righteous instead. And so Jesus was raised to life so that we would be justified. We would actually be found not guilty of all the wrong that we've done before God. My goodness, can you imagine that actually happening for you? When you stand before God in the end, will he declare you guilty of all the wrong that you've done or righteous? Have a think, if that was today, What would God say about you? Well, maybe you're thinking, I've done so much wrong in my life. To God and to others, surely he'll find me guilty. Or you might be thinking, well, I'm I'm a pretty good person. I'm generally kind to others. Uh, God, he'll probably declare me righteous. But Jesus rising from the dead means there's only one way for God to declare you righteous. It's not through trying to be good. It's not through your level of goodness or kindness. It's through the work of Jesus. And so it's not about how guilty you feel or how good you've been. It's about what Jesus has done. When God raised Jesus from the dead, he's saying, I approve of what you have done, Jesus. You humbled yourself on the cross to take the punishment for sin, the punishment that everyone else deserves. And because you did that, your work is finished. You've completed your work. So there's no reason to stay dead. The debt is is completely paid for. And so you don't need to stay dead. I will lift you up. I will exalt you to the highest place, says God the Father, to Jesus, God the Son. And so if God has declared Jesus' work a success, then it's effective for us. We can be declared righteous before God, not through our own goodness, but because of Jesus' work, dying for our sin 
and rising to bring justification. What good news that is. All the, all the wrong things you've done that haunt you, all dealt with, all forgiven. I remember when I was a, a cricket coach of the under 12s, uh, I, um, I promoted a captain, one of the kids to captain, uh, not based on merit, but because of my personal preference. And I regret that decision. It comes back into my mind saying that was the wrong thing to do. Of course, I've done much worse things than that, but it's all been dealt with. I don't need to carry that anymore because Jesus is risen from the dead. Uh, so my friends, Jesus, uh, sorry, Easter Day brings the news that Jesus is risen from the dead. It's not the normal thing to happen, but it's the news. It's real news, not fake or made up. And it's really good news. It means God has justified us, found us not guilty if our trust is in Jesus. So this is a don't be like the disciples who dismissed the news as nonsense when they heard it. Don't let that be your response this Easter. But embrace the news. See it as good news. Embrace the news of Jesus by embracing Jesus himself. Will you trust that he will declare you righteous because of what he has done and turn to a life that loves God and loves neighbor? Uh, if this is news to you, if you're still exploring the Christian faith, then we'd love you to keep exploring. Maybe the next step for you is to come along to, uh, or tune in online, into the, our Heart of Jesus series starting the 1st of May where we see exactly who Jesus is, what's in his heart, and we'll see that he is worth following, worthy of us following him. But if this news is really good news for you, then this Easter, rejoice that Jesus has risen from the dead. We've heard wonderful stories of why Jesus is good news uh, to a couple of you. Will you join them in finding Jesus as the best news ever? And why is Jesus good news for me? Him being raised from the dead is why I'm a Christian. It means he really is Lord and King, but it also means that I am justified. God will say to me, you are righteous because of Jesus' work of salvation. And so my trust, my faith is in Jesus who rose from the dead.